Yeah, what is going on everybody? This is your host Rob back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Y'all already know how we do. I want to thank all of our supporters, our subscribers, our listeners, the people who share. All of you have done tremendous things for us. I know some of you are thinking like, well, I didn't do anything. You know, when you set out to do something, especially when you think no one's paying attention and then people start paying attention and then people give you feedback letting you know that what you're doing is impacting their lives in a positive way and you're helping people grow and learn and things of that nature it's very humbling very humbling i'm looking at stats right now i'm not a stat um monger or anything like that but just looking at our downloads and listens y'all are definitely showing up and showing out and i i greatly appreciate it that means that our message our comedy our motivation our real talk is landing upon some ears and that is the purpose of this you know we want to spread positivity we want to have y'all um turning those gears in your head when it comes to thinking about which what's next in life for you um, we want to help get you the advice and resources you need to start that business and to just get over whatever personal hurdles you may have going on. You know what I mean? That's 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 what we trying to do over here. <clears throat> and don't forget the ratchet will return. Now I know some of our longtime listeners are probably wondering where the ratchet has been. There's been a lot of changes. Um, I'm streaking right now, not the naked kind of streaking, but um, I have I have a goal of 50 interviews this year, and I think the last four or five episodes may have been interviews or interview-ish, um, and I'm at 18, so I'm not even halfway there yet, and it's October, and I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I'm going to try. Obviously, y'all not going to hear all 50 or the rest of those by the end of the year, but that's something I've been working on. Also, there's going to be some shifts and changes with the show. I want to add some more meat and potatoes. I'm working on getting some equipment so we can have some sound effects and things like that. I'm researching to figure out how to get some music. Um, I saw a license that I could buy. I ain't buying it. Um, but there's probably some workarounds. Also, we're going to start doing some live streaming. I want to start doing some live streaming on Instagram. I haven't decided on the day. Yes, I know I've said this before, but it's coming. It's coming. I've started to, in the words of J. Foe, a.k.a. Jessica Fountain, y'all be hearing from her very soon on the show. She's been on here before, actually. Very good friend of mine. She talks about capacity, and I've been kind of shifting things around in my life so I can make room for what is more important and what I need to be doing. I've actually started streaming um, my game time a little bit more. Y'all know I got a gaming channel, Thumb Thrasher Gaming. Not really pushing it heavy. But just getting back into those habits, just just pushing that negative stuff off of me, the stuff that is a waste of time, waste of money, waste of energy. When you start pushing that stuff away, you'd be surprised at how much energy and excitement you have for the positive things in your life. So that's what I've been doing lately. Um, and you're you're gonna you're gonna hear a different side of Rob. You're gonna see a different side of Rob. You're gonna get more from the show because that's what we want to do. Starting with today, so. <clears throat> Speaking of supporters, there are three different ways, soon to be four, hopefully, ways you can support us financially. Actually, five. You can always cash at me. I love it. Um, but no, on all seriousness, <clears throat> if those of you who have been listening, except for on iTunes, because iTunes does not give you a lot of room to post uh, captions, but if you listen on any other platform 
or if you go directly to our link, FME Podcast One at, I mean, dot libsyn.com. Any of those descriptions, if you click read more, you'll see our affiliate links. So we currently have three affiliates. Gardner's Garden is number one. We're affiliated with them. They sell organic products. They sell things for skin care, um, oral care, things of that nature. So you can, you know, get those natural products going. I actually use the mouth rinse. Um, my teeth actually did get whiter. It's a bit of a process. It's different. Um, but I did like it. I'm actually about to re-up very soon. And it's a black-owned business. So, of course, I had to support. They also have deodorant, which um, I can't use anymore. Um, I didn't have a good reaction to it, but that's just me. But it did work very well. Actually, one of them did work. One of them worked well for me, and one of them did not. Um, but that's me. I'm a weirdo. I'm sensitive to stuff like that. Secondly, we have Acre Gold. So, Acre Gold has actually helped me curve one of my bad habits. And I've talked about this before. Acre Gold is a subscription program to buy bars of gold. They can they have two different programs right now. They have a two and a half bar, two and a half gram bar, and they have a five gram bar. <clears throat> so how it works is there's three subscription plans. If you want the two and a half gram bar, you can do $30 a month or you can do $50 a month. And if you want the five gram bar, you can do $100 a month. And what happens is you pay your monthly fee until the amount that you've paid reaches the current price of that amount of gold. As we know, the price of gold, it fluctuates. It may go up a couple of dollars. It may go down a couple of dollars. So I see a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people comment on their stuff saying, oh, what's the price of gold? What, how much am I going to pay? If something is always changing, they can't lock in the price for you. So keep that in mind. But what made me sign up with them was their responsiveness, responsiveness on Facebook. They replied to my comments on Instagram. They replied to my comments and even the people being nasty, they were very educational. Um, they have certified people verifying that the gold is authentic and I was down. Um, my first bar should be here. Hopefully by the end of this week, this is Wednesday. Y'all listening to this, I assume. So hopefully I'll have it already. And I'll let y'all know how that goes, but that helped curb my bad habit of spending money arbitrarily. Sometimes I would just have money and spend it just because it was there. You know, like the old folks say, you know, the money burning a hole in your pocket and I just buy something stupid that I didn't need. So I was like, let me do something um, that will actually let me buy something and be an investment at the same time, you know, because gold is valuable. And again, it's gold. You know, if you want, you can turn that gold into a chain. I've seen people, you know, to subscribe to the Acre Gold. When they get enough bars, they make a chain. You can make earrings. You can make a ring. Or you can just put it away for a rainy day to when you want to sell it. Or it could be something you pass down to your kids. Whatever you want to do. But I think it's a cool investment. It's a great investment. And I'm down with them. So we have an affiliate link in our description for them. And Sorry, I had a little technical um, issue. Our third affiliate is Retro Mimi, R-E-T-R-O-M-I-M-I. So if you're a gamer like me, especially an old school gamer, they sell um, different handheld devices, kind of like the size of your cell phone, but they have buttons and a D-pad and thumbsticks so you can play your retro games. So if you're a person who does the whole thing with ROMs, you can upload your ROMs. I mean, save your ROMs to your micro SD card, pop it into one of their handheld consoles, 
and you can get your retro game on. You can play Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, all kinds of systems, um, if you know what you're doing. Some of them actually do come with games, I believe. So check them out. We have a link in the description for them. I have not bought a product from them yet, but I plan on buying one soon. And when I get one, I will definitely tell y'all about that one. And, oh no, they're not pre-installed, sorry. Nope, nope, it says all consoles on RetroMimi.com are not pre-installed ROMs games. Okay, got you. So you have to do your own ROMs. It's really easy. You can YouTube it and figure it out. But I just wanted to let y'all know that we have those affiliate links down there. I'm going to be working on getting more affiliate links so I can share great products with you all that I use personally and some of the things that I'm into. Um, I'm excited about one that's upcoming. I'm not going to tell you about it yet, but I'm working on one more. So, the focus of today's episode, right? I've been exposed to a lot of positivity and a lot of negativity lately. Um, again, as y'all know, I'm single. I'm in a bunch of singles groups on Facebook because it's just entertaining and I'm having great, meaningful conversations. And I'm just catching the mindset of some people. Uh, I'm also in some business groups, and I'm also catching wind of some people's attitudes and just their mindset, you know, based on their posts, right? Now, me being a business owner myself, me being someone who is working on various projects, I have a podcast, I do gaming, um, I have a couple other things in the work. I did real estate, you know, I'm working on a project with a really close friend, shout out to CV. So... You have, to, uh, you have to adopt a certain mindset when you're trying to get things done. Nothing happens overnight, you know, and you're shifting your thinking. We've talked about this on here before. Shifting your thinking can literally change your life. So shout out to the brand startup. Follow them on Instagram. They posted something, and I, t I screenshotted it the other day, and I said, I'm going to post this early in the morning when I wake up. So the early morning people, when they see this, it'll motivate them. And I'm going to touch on these things because most of these things, if not all of them, I've done myself. And I'm going to talk about the impact that they've had on my life. So listen up to this list. Go follow the brand startup. Listen to this list and tell me if this is something that will help shift your mindset. You know, hit me up in the group from my experience podcast on Facebook or email us fmepodcast1 at gmail.com. Let's get into the group. It's called Success Requires Replacement right so the first thing says replace netflix marathons with sleep <laughs> now sleep <laughs> sleep seems to be um at times a controversial topic um i've heard successful people say oh you know you can't be sleeping all the time you sleep while you sleep blah 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 when you get off your nine to five you got to be up to two o'clock in the morning working on your dreams um but we all know all of us know I'm going to blanket this one. I don't do blanket statements often. All of us know that sleep is hella important. I personally do not function well when I do not get at least six hours of sleep. At least. Like, I even take naps during the day. Like, if I don't get enough sleep, I cannot function properly. I'm not giving you my optimal performance. I just can't. Especially with my career, um, being in education, kids in front of me and stuff like that, you know, a job like that, you have to be on 100 all the time. You have so much responsibility on your shoulders. And if anything happens, the first thing they're going to do is look at you and say, what happened? And 
typically people like to place the blame on a teacher. But I have to be on, like, like Spidey sense on. Like, I got to know what the hell is going on at all times. That is not fun when you've only gotten three or four hours of sleep. It's really not. And you're waking up at the crack of the dawn. You up before the sun every day. It's not fun. So sleep is definitely important. Um, I cracked a joke and said uh, Netflix part might be a struggle. You know, balance, balance the entertainment piece. Like me, fortunately, my lifestyle and my living conditions, I have the freedom to watch what I want. I can do what I want whenever I want to. You know, I basically can. So I'm not really pressed to stay up super duper late marathoning. Um, and I know some people do that, you know, a series will come out and y'all will watch the whole season and stay up all night. I get it. But even if you take the Netflix part out of it, like think about, you know, if you're always tired, why are you always tired? Well, I stay up late. Why are you always up late? Well, I caught a show, blah, blah, blah. Listen, record the show, watch it at a later time. And if you have trouble sleeping like me, sometimes I bought tea that helps relax and calm you down. There is melatonin. Um, exercise definitely helps. Um, I walk six miles at least three times a week and it wears you out a little bit. Like you're, you're tired, you're physically tired. So when that nighttime comes, you've already worked out, your body is still recovering. It's like, uh, let me get this sleep. It's, I find it far easier for me to fall asleep once I've worked out. So I say all that to say, get your sleep in. I definitely make sure I get my sleep in and I'm bright eyed. I'm refreshed, I'm thinking straight, I'm thinking clearly, and I take sleep very serious. Like, I will cut the phone off, I will put it on silent, whatever. Like, don't bother me, you'll hear from me. Even if I get up to take, you know, the midnight piss, I don't look at my phone, I get right back into bed and get right back to it. All right, the next thing that they talk about is replace toxic friends with mentors. Yo. <laughs> We all have had friends or even have friends that are toxic. The person who calls you and there's never anything positive, always negative, self-centered conversations is always about them, what they're going through, what they got going on. Woe is me. Woe is me. What should I do? How can you help me? Yada, yada, yada. Or the friend that's just not on the same page as you in life. You know, when you want to save money or work on a project or spend time doing something more productive they're the ones who pull you away from that and call you corny and say that's whack and discourage you and try to get you to come over to do whatever it is that they want you to do they can be manipulative there's all kinds of toxic traits with toxic friends for me a toxic friend is anybody who is not trying to help me move forward and that is self-centered if you're not adding to my life in the same capacity or close to the same capacity that i'm adding to your life then what are we really doing? Like nobody wants to have the same conversations over and over. Nobody wants to hear negativity all the time. It's draining. It's draining as hell. Now, mentor is the polar opposite of that. I have great mentors. I have about three or four. I can call 24 seven. They will answer me. We can have three or four hour conversations. The thing that I love about a mentor, and this is the sign of a true mentor, a true mentor would take the time to get to know you professionally and personally and they will pour into you they will pour into you shout out to my broker corwin j millette exit realty low country group in um, north charleston south carolina that's the most recent mentor that i've had in my life 
that dude learned everything about me psychologically, personally, business-wise, and he helped craft and mold me into who I am today in, the, in some of those lanes. He shares advice. He never held anything back from me. He taught me everything that he knew or to the capacity of which I could hold it. He didn't hold anything back, and I love and appreciate him for that. He calls me just to check in on me. We have great laughs. There's never a whole, it's just never like, we don't call each other and just spew a bunch of negativity and then get off the phone, and now we're both feeling twice as drained as we were before we even got on the phone. It is a productive conversation, and he gets on me. Well, what are you doing? You getting back into the business? Well, how's this business going? Oh, what are you doing with that? Okay, what does this look like? Okay, tell me more. Hey, have you thought about restructuring it this way? That's what you need because that mentor is going to push you because you know that mentor is going to call you and he's going to ask you about that stuff. And if you've been slacking and you haven't been doing anything, you're going to be afraid to talk to them. That person that puts that fear into you a little bit when it comes to, yeah, I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to do all this. We can do all this. But you sitting at home, you're not doing nothing. You smoking, you drinking, or you just hanging out. You're not truly, quote unquote, working, which is something that can be measured. Anything that is true work is something you can measure statistically you should be able to measure it because if you can measure it you can put a dollar you can attach a dollar sign to it we ain't gonna get into that today but those people who are doing that they're afraid and y'all need the mentors the most you need someone that's gonna push you and they also set the example they're successful nine times out of ten your mentor is successful or great at something that you hope to achieve one day, either at their level or above their level. If they're a really good mentor, they're going to want to push you above their level. They're not going to keep you beneath them. And they won't ever try to keep you to themselves. They'll let you be free as a bird. So I love having mentors. I love it. Because I can talk to them about anything and I know that they understand because they've been through the grind. They've been through the struggle. They know how to hustle. They know how to get it. But the other thing that I love about it is I know that I'm talking to someone that has a genuine interest in me and my well-being and my success. That is hard to find. So find you some mentors. Ask. Say, hey, this is, how, this is what I told Corwin uh, in 2015. I was teaching. I met him at a coffee shop. I said, look, you know, I'm not buying a house or anything right now, but I'm thinking about getting into real estate. That man took time out of his day just to talk to me about the business. And I looked him in his face and I said, I'm going to get my license and you're going to teach me everything that you know. Like you're going to be my mentor. I told him. I ain't asked him. I told him. And he did that. And he still is today. You got to go after what you want. It's not going to fall out the sky. Seek those people out. Watch them. Look at how they move. Look at how they treat other people. Look at how they conduct business. And you'll know, a, a, a true mentor will be open. They're going to put their, what? You want me to be? Shh, let's go. I got you. Let's get it. They're not going to be, nah, man, I can't, young rookie, I can't show you that right now. You're not ready. I can't talk to you about that. That's not a mentor. That's someone who's selfish that probably sees you as competition. And they're afraid. A mentor is not going to be afraid of you taking a spot. They won't. They want to give that knowledge away. All right, next, number three on the list, replace complaining with gratitude. <laughs> Woo! Listen, this kind of goes back to that last one, man. Complaining. What? You know, here's the thing with complaining. My career 
has taught me just to 95% of the time shut the hell up. Because as a teacher, if you've ever been in the education field, I will probably say, hmm, I want to, I don't want to be too, uh, let's say 60 to 70% of what you do is going to be figuring that ish out. <laughs> it is figuring out how to put it together, figuring out how to fix it because the system isn't perfect. You're dealing with a building full of upwards of 2000 people trying to operate on a smooth system and keep everybody in the building safe and feed everybody and make sure everyone gets to the bathroom. Something going to go wrong. Okay. Something's going to go wrong. But I think there's a difference between complaining and, you know, evaluating a situation for improvement, you know, because my thing is this, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything quote unquote wrong with complaining sometimes, but my follow-up is, okay, this is a complaint. What, what are we going to do about it? That's my mentality. So switching to gratitude is the glass half full mentality, if you will, for me. I know that that's what I tend to do. I tend to find the good in every situation. I really do tend to find the good in every situation. And I try to do that because finding the good keeps me at peace mentally. It really does. Complaining will put you in such a deep, dark place and you give off that energy, man. And I'm telling you, nobody wants to be around somebody that complains all the damn time. I'm telling you. You probably know at least one or two people that complain all the time and you cringe when you see a text message or get a phone call from them. You cringe because you know they about to be on some BS and you don't want to hear it because it's probably a complaint that you heard before and they're doing absolutely nothing to change the situation. They're just sitting in the quicksand. They're not doing it. They're not taking any actionable steps. And most of the time they're looking for you to do it for them or you to give them these magical words when it's like, yo, you have control, like you have the power. I tell people that all the time, like you do know you have, you know, free will. You can decide to pull yourself out of situations. Like when I look at something and I, and I tend to complain about it, I say, okay, well, eh, I'm not going to eat there anymore, or I won't use their services anymore. Or let me see if I can use this program instead of that program. There's always a solution, you know, but it's just, shit is going to happen. It's going to happen. Complaining doesn't fix it though. It doesn't. So being, being grateful, showing that gratitude, man, energy is positive. People want to be around you. People tend to love on you more because they know that you're going to be positive. I find this, um, it's interesting. People are, tend to be attracted to me on a friendship basis because I am very positive. Like, <laughs> shout out to my mentor again, Corwin. We've learned to laugh, you know, in a real estate office. There's been times where deals have blown up in my face, my bills late. And instead of complaining about what had happened or what went wrong, we roll on the floor laughing. Roll on the floor laughing at our clients, spinning out of control, um, people not following directions, you know, all kind of stuff. I learned to laugh at it because I'm like, all right, this where's the lesson? Oh, I need to do this next time and fix it. And it stopped me from being so upset, so sad, so scared, so fearful. You know what I'm saying? I just learned to laugh at stuff and say, all right, I'll do better next time. All right, I know how to fix this now. This is an opportunity for improvement. Um, also, gratitude 
is something that people feel. You have to let people know that you're grateful for them. Show gratitude. And I, and I pray every day too. So I, I let the Lord know that I'm grateful. And I show gratitude for the smallest things. I'll walk outside and say, thank you, God, for this fresh, crisp breeze of air. Thank you for the weather. Just the smallest thing I'm so happy and so grateful for, especially since this pandemic. I mean, come on. Come on. I'm so thankful for the situation that I'm in, especially in compared to other people. And that's the other thing. Nine times out of 10, somebody probably has it worse than you. No matter how bad you think you got it, somebody out there probably has it worse than you. There's some people who don't have an outfit to change into and don't have a pair of shoes to put on, don't even have a blanket to cover themselves with at night, don't have a cell phone, don't have anybody that they can talk to about anything, completely lost. There are people out there like that. So if you're in a situation where, you know, you got shelter, you got food, you got people you can talk to, you got resources, take advantage of it. The internet is at your fingertips and you can get the answer to anything you want on the internet. Gratitude. Replace failing with learning. So they kind of, they kind of um, tie into what I just said, failing with learning. Yeah, so back to the real estate analogy. Yeah, when I would fail in a transaction or something would go wrong, my mentor used to say, what, what happened? What, what could you have done differently? What could you have done better? I used to hate when he said that because he'd be right and I'd have to reflect on it. Same thing with my past business ventures. I've done a couple, quite a few things in business and I failed at it and said, dang, what did I do wrong? The number one thing that I failed to do, which a lot of us fall for, I would fall for the lip service of the person. The sales pitch would be so sweet, so good. You're guaranteeing us money. You're showing me money. You're showing me all the positives. But you have not said one single downfall of the business. Here's a, a quick tip for you, especially if you're young. One, y'all have technology at your fingertips. I didn't have the quick access and easy technology like some of y'all do today. But... Um, now that you have it, do your own research. It is okay to look at someone and say, yo, let me get back to you on that. People will try to make you feel like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're never going to see this again. There are rare opportunities out there in the world, but if the person is standing next to you, talking to you about it, you know, unless they pulling up, I got to see you come like, you got to pull up on me in like a helicopter for me to really pull that one in. Or you have to be someone who I know is serious about what they do and you've actually shown and proven that you're serious about it and you're working towards it and you're knee deep in it yourself. Yourself. You know, people try to give sell you that dream when it comes to a quote unquote startup. But I mean, bro, you starting up. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know how whatever you're about to do is going to be received. You don't know if it's going to be successful. But with the whole learning thing, man, that, that was the biggest thing for me. Learn. Between YouTube and Google, there's almost anything, everything's at your fingertips. Like, I want to get a tech certification. And I was about to sign up for a class. There's a certified professor giving out the same class, the same information for free on YouTube. The dude got his own schedule. Comes highly recommended. All you got to do is buy the book. Almost spent $500 on a class. No, the class is more than that. I think it was $500. It was a lot of money. It was, it was a grip. But I'm like, dang. So that's what I mean. You know, that's what that means. Failing 
Replace failing with learning. Stop thinking everything is so hard. Stop taking everything so personal. Hold that L to the chest and say, what can I do better? Give you another one, relationships. I've had three serious relationships, all three ended. Two of them were unfaithful, one of them we grew apart. But what I always did was at the end of the relationship, have a conversation with them about the role that I played. What could I have done better? What did I do wrong? I wanted to know the part that I played. You know why? Because I want a wife, I want kids, I want to be married, which means I have to be a better version of myself. The hardest thing for us to do as people, this is a fact, I have no evidence, but this is a fact, is to take criticism. We hate criticism, we hate constructive criticism. But if you have true friends and true friendships, criticism is highly important. This is why. I see and know things about my friends that they don't know about themselves because I'm on the outside looking in. Which means those same people have that view of me. Same thing in a relationship. Your girl or your man see you differently than you see yourself because you project things outwardly to them differently. Hold on, let me take that back. You project certain things outwardly to them, but you also have things in your mind. And the way you think about it versus the way you convey it don't always connect. Like, I've had girlfriends tell me I come off as dismissive. I've heard that more than once. And it used to bother me because I'm like, I'm not dismissive. Like, it's just that if something is not important or not worth really discussing further or, like, not a big deal, I'm non-confrontational. So I'm just like, you know what? Forget about it. Let's just, all right, let's just go to Burger King. We don't have to go to McDonald's. I don't feel a way. I'm not upset. I'm not mad. But it's just like... At the end of the day, let's just get to the solution. I'm focused on the solution. But I had to learn that it's still a conversation, meaning another person is involved. What if they wanted to continue the conversation or had something else to say? You kind of putting a stamp on it before they get off what they need to get off. So I've had to learn to dial that back. Um, your tone, all kind of stuff. So I say all that to say when it comes to the learning, you know, failed relationship. I've learned, hey, how can I be better for the next woman in my life? You know, was I a slob? Was I rude? Did I not take you out enough? That also taught me to take the time to truly get to know the person that I'm with. Ask questions, spend time with them, take interest into what they're interested in. Doesn't mean you have to do it, but know about their work and their hobbies and things like that so you can get to know the person. So that's how I've learned to grow and mature relationship-wise. But again, that's a whole lifestyle approach, man. Just take that time. When you fail at something, take the time and say, all right, how can I do this better? What can I do better? Look at, Let me look at someone else who is successful at what I just failed at and see what they're doing. And maybe I can make that my own and become successful. So don't wallow in your failures. Next point, replace gossip with books. I'm trash at this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta be a thousand percent I have some really good books I'm just not a reader man You give me an article, an online article Maybe I need to do digital books, I'll read it But a book I think Netflix and Xbox are probably my problem with that And I'm a I'm a verbal creative I love talking through things and working through things I like watching videos I like listening to stuff Maybe I need to do audio books Maybe that'll work for me 
But yes, replacing gossip again, gossip, toxic friends, complaining, failing, all that stuff ties in together. What are you talking about? When we talk about gossip, what are we really talking about? You sitting around talking about other people. Typically, you're talking about other people. You see it all the time on social media, which it kills me. It kills me to see people so invested in other people's lives. When a celebrity gets a divorce or something, it's like people can't wait for someone who is more successful than them to mess up just for you to be like, ah, I knew it. You ain't all that. Who said they were? They just did something, got noticed, made a ton of money. Now they have a lot of quote unquote social status. But those people never claim to be better than you. Those, those people never claim to be perfect, but we are so invested in their lives. And I told you, and I would have never, you don't know what you would have did. If someone dropped 15, $20 million in front of you today, and your social media suddenly blew up and you had millions of followers, people watching your every move, liking your pictures, commenting on stuff, cameras in your face, 24 seven, you need security guard to go places. I guarantee you, you're going to be a different person. I guarantee you'll be a different person. I'll be a different person. I'm very self-aware and I feel like I know myself very well. I will be a different person. Eyes on you at all times. Come on. But I digress. So that gossip, what what are you really gaining from it? By talking trash about somebody else and their shortcomings. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and look and address those shortcomings? And if you're if you're so perfect, you're you're so high and mighty to be able to gossip and talk about somebody's shortcomings, how come they've made it to where they are in life and you haven't? What do they have that you didn't have? Are you jealous? These are just questions I'm asking. You know? Um and I'm not here to hate on anyone who gossips. I, I gossip every now and again. I'll say, dang, did you see what's going on with... Dang, that's crazy. But you know what? It always ends up being, how can we do this better? Or, or have you been in a situation like that? Or man, I can relate to that. I humanize people. Humanize. They're humans. I don't... I'm, that's crazy. I just had to say that. It's like people dehumanize celebrities. Or we dehumanize each other. It's like we cannot wait to take that negative energy and unleash it when somebody messes up. Especially if someone told you no or you didn't have your way with them. Or you can't wait. I told you so. I told you can't wait, huh? But the books thing. You want to hide something from a black person, put it in the book. Or as Jada Kiss said, <laughs> you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. Um... A lot of the successful people that I follow, listen to, study, enjoy their content, they all name books that they've read. And I've bought books based off of that. So I need to really start doing it. I need to, for me, it's not really gossip. It's just some of the entertainment that I do. I need to develop a routine for reading. Maybe I need to take a time, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, just because I got the time to do it. I just don't do it. So I need to set aside some time to say, all right, from this time to this time, I'm going to pick this book up. And I think I need to do that because I've started a few. I started Charlemagne's book, um, Ramit. I, start, I started his book, 
um, is I teach you to be rich. I've actually learned a couple of things and shifted a couple of financial things based off of his book. But all right, I don't want to start rambling on on that. But find you some good books, man. Book recommendations are easy to get from people, um, and they can teach you a lot too. Just not financial stuff, but just you know about people, life, all kinds of stuff, and it's entertaining. All right, this one is huge. Actually, the last three are really huge. Replace blame with responsibility. Replace blame with responsibility. I know I'm, I'm dramatic, Paul. Hold that to the chest, yo. Hold that to the chest. Replace blame with responsibility. Rest in peace to Robert Wilson, Sr., my father. My father was the very example of this for me. Whenever I screwed up, did something wrong, my dad taught me to take responsibility. He said, be a man, take responsibility for your action. This is 13 years old. He's telling me this middle school, seventh grade. It has served me so well. It has served me so, 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 so well in life to be able to take responsibility. When you take the responsibility, you take the control. You take the control because you are now taking a deeper look at your actions and how they have impacted a situation. And once you see that, hey, when I do this, this happens. When I act like this, this happens. You learn to control your actions much better. You learn to look at reactions. You learn to analyze people and things, and you learn to craft and mold your place in this world. My father taught me how to craft my place in this world because I take responsibility. Like I just said in the last example, when, when my relationship ends, I'm okay, the two women who cheated on me, all right, you cheated on me. Clearly, I can't trust you, don't want to be with you. But I also said, well, what role did I play in this? Because a relationship takes two people or more, right? So I need to look at the way I maneuver in relationships. That will help me in the future. Also, I know when and how to apologize. People get pissed at it. My father used to apologize to me as a kid. Talking about a black man apologizing to a 13, 14 year old. Yes, I grew up in the era of ass whoopings and sit down and y'all have hot dogs and hamburgers at the cookout and we gonna have crab and shrimp and fush. I grew up in that era, that 90s era, where kids, you sit down and be quiet, be respectful, yes ma'am, yes sir, no ma'am, no sir, all that. But my dad shifted, he, he hated that as a kid and said, I'm not gonna do that to you. So he taught me how to humble myself and apologize. And that was one thing I noticed. I used to piss my girlfriends off because <laughs> I knew how to stop and say, babe, what I did was messed up. I'm sorry. I'll try my best not to do that again. Um, I've really reflected. You know, I would give a heartfelt apology and they didn't know what to do with it. They wanted to still be mad, but I'm like, but I've, I've truly repented. Like, I've truly apologized to you. But you still kind of, 
you know, you still kind of fired up. You thinking I'm gonna fight with you. They were used to people fighting with them. They were used to things not going their way. They were used to people not being mature enough. But I was. Drove them crazy. But also with taking that responsibility and stop placing blame, you'll quit hating the world. Most of what happens to you is your fault. You made a phone call too late. You sent an application off too late. You didn't read the fine print. You didn't go yesterday, but you went today. Um, you saw that that bag was already thin, but you tried to carry them two gallons of water in it anyway. You put that, you, you turned the stove on, but then you turned on the Xbox or PlayStation. You didn't block that person. You responded to that text message. Now your girl or your man saw it. You went out when you know you didn't want to go out. You know, you, you, you shoot. Even to the even 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 to the street stuff, you you packed a burner when you knew you shouldn't have packed it because you know you act different when you got the burner on you versus when you don't. You roll with a dude that you know is kind of shisty. You know you can't trust him, but you decide to ride with him anyway, or hang out with him anyway. You know that these people like to show off just for the sake of these girls, but you want to be like them and show off for these girls instead of being your own man. Take responsibility for your actions, man. Stop saying everything is everybody else's fault. What are you doing? What did you do? Because you did not just sit there innocently and then the stuff just happened. That's a highly rare occasion. You put, you put yourself in a situation most of the time. That's why I tell people who cheat. Most of the time you cheat because you put yourself in a situation. If I'm in a relationship, maybe I don't need to go to the house party with all my single friends. Maybe I don't need to respond to that text message. Maybe I don't need to scroll through my ex's pictures. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to engage in certain conversations. Maybe I don't need to wear this outfit to this location knowing who's going to be there. Maybe I don't need to flirt with my eyes with shorty at the bar while I'm at the bar. There's just so many things that we do that we don't take responsibility for. And I'm telling you, it will help you mold your way on this um, in life. I'll move forward. Replace alcohol with water. Health, man. Um, I look at that as just taking your health a bit more seriously. I do not drink nearly as much as I did when I was younger. I've actually, I'm more of a wine, beer person than I ever was a liquor person anyway. But I'm, I'm big on wine. And um, <clears throat> I'm doing better with the water thing. My refrigerator mostly has water in it. I buy juice every now and again. But water definitely replenishes the body. And think about what else you can do to add to that. Exercise, man. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Talk to somebody who's been unhealthy that made it through and recovered and became healthy. Ask them how they feel and would they ever go back to being unhealthy. I'm even changing my diet, man. I haven't been feeling right every time I... I think the common denominator has been meat. Not 100% sure. My mom has always had a weird thing with her stomach, so maybe it's something I've inherited because I've inherited a couple things from her. But I noticed that particularly after I eat meat, I'd be nauseous. Not nauseous to the point that I can't function or throw up, but... Well, sometimes actually to that point. But most of the time, it's just, it's queasy. It's like, why do I feel like this? 
So I've converted. I just went on a grocery trip recently, spent 250 bucks. The only meat that I bought was crab legs, shrimp, some Roger Wood sausage, because I'm going to do a, a seafood boil. Seafood doesn't tend to do that to me. I'm going to do a seafood boil, but I didn't buy anything else. Whatever I have in the freezer, meat-wise, once that's gone, I may do meat every now and again. Probably will only be um, seafood. But I had to start listening to my body. I'm 35. I'll be 36 this year. I had to start listening to my body. My body's like, bro, something's wrong. Just like when I looked in the mirror, I said, bro, you're fat. Get this COVID weight off of you. Now I'm down to 220. Diets changed. Um, this this uh, vegetarian food is actually good. Morningstar, Boca. I think that's how you pronounce it. Those two brands. They taste, I, I like it. They taste good. They give me the consistency and, and it makes me feel as if I'm eating meat, but I know that I'm not, but they actually taste good. I have dipping sauces. So I feel like nothing's really changed except for the fact that I'm not eating as much meat. So hopefully those results will yield themselves, but put the alcohol down, man. The other thing about alcohol is you, you can't function the way you need to function. I don't know about anyone else. When I drink, I tend to get sleepy. And that is a loss of time at times. You got to balance that sleep thing out. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with the drink every now and again, but definitely put more water in your body. You, it just it cleanses you too, man. You got you got to really think about that one. That one's kind of deep, man. I think it goes beyond just the water thing, but just take your health more seriously because you do not want to be sick and then reach the peak of your success to where you can't even enjoy it because you got doctor's appointments, this, that, and the third. Like, it just, do your best to take care of your health, man, for real. And set an example, especially you have, if you have kids, that's where a lot of, that's where we get a lot of those habits from. Your mom and your dad, that uncle that lived to be 102, but he smoked a pack of cools, you know, just saying. Now, this last one I was notorious for Replace overthinking with action. I'm going to shout out my boy CV again. I probably would say in the era of video games and product reviews when they were really important and heavy, I became an information hoarder. I had to research, 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 research. The reason I became... And information hoarder was because I used to buy cheaper versions of things or the less expensive version and I would always be dissatisfied or it wouldn't work or whatever. The quality just was never there. And now I spent my money on something that even that it that didn't even get me halfway to where I was trying to go. So now not only am I out of that money and don't have the product, now I gotta go make that money back and then get the additional money to get what is actually gonna work for me. Learned that at a young age. So I'm the type of person, when it comes to spending habits, I like to buy right the first time. Like when I was looking at DJ equipment, I'm like, yo, what's the best? Let me see the best. Let me see the worst. Let me see what's in the middle. I would always try to shoot as close to the top as I could because I like to buy right the first time. Same thing with my DJ speakers. Looked at the, oh yeah, get these, get those, get those. I did my research. Nah, bong. These right here, these are like upper, upper level. Not the, quite the best, but upper level. Have never had an issue, right? 
Problem is that mentality dragged into my business mindset. I wanted to set everything up so meticulously, so perfectly, and I gotta have this sorted out, and I gotta do this first, and this has to be right there. The problem with doing that in business is you never get started. The action, you are stomping on your own action. And by the time you probably have all those little meticulous things in place, something new or a new factor has come into play that is going to knock that shit over anyway. <laughs> this podcast is a prime example of that. <clears throat> this started with, shout out to my boy Colin. This started with me and my housemate. I get on the internet on blog TV. Shout out to Joe Button. I used to follow Joe Button, watch him on blog TV, set up my own blog TV channel. We'd get on there. We hours of the night, people would come in. We would have discussions about life, relationships, sex, all that stuff. That's, that was the route. You're talking about somebody on a, probably a 360p webcam, but probably the, the worst internet connection you could think of. Fast forward. My boys talk to me. I give them advice all the time. Man, you should do, we should talk about this and record it. We should do a podcast. I'm like, eh, I've been there, done that. I don't know if I want to do that. I was in a relationship, didn't do it. Relationship ended. I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. Started the podcast. Didn't have the best mic, didn't have the best internet connection, what have you. Didn't have the best direction of the podcast. But you see what happened there? Instead of sitting down and trying to shift and, and sift through the minutiae, I was like, let's just let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, that doesn't mean don't think at all. That doesn't mean <clears throat> jump in, you know, two feet first without looking at a document or reading something or doing some research. Do some research, look some stuff up, but put yourself in a position to where, all right, I can start here and get this thing rolling, but then I can build. Because now look at where my podcast is. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't even remember how many episodes. How many episodes I got? 160-something. Deep. Been doing this for almost five years now. But I started. And I didn't quit. I didn't walk away from it. And I kept building. When things went wrong, that's the other thing for you overthinkers. Because that used to be me. You'd always try to plan for what's wrong. You can't plan for everything that could go wrong because you don't know what could go wrong. <laughs> That's surface level. There, there are some things that have gone on with this podcast and the people I was working with that I did not see coming at all. And I had to make some audibles, <clears throat> some unexpected audibles, some last minute audibles. But I had to do it because I'm like, this, this train going to keep rolling. Action also shows people that you're serious. You want to start a business. You want people to, you know, I see a lot of people, this is not a knock on them because it's a good mentality to have. It's a good conversation to have. Yo, we need to come together. We should put this much money together and blah, 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 blah. My first question always is, yo, you got a plan already? Or have you done this before? Or are you ready to go today? These are the questions I ask because Anybody can tell you anything. I say this all the time. Anybody can give you lip service. That same conversation hits different if that person has done it before and have been successful. That same conversation hits different when that person has done it before and have been unsuccessful and talks and can talk to you about their past mistakes. That conversation hits different when that person says, yo, you know what I'm saying? 
I sold my such and such and such and such. I got 3,500 right now, man. Like I'm ready to do this. That conversation is different when that person says, yo, I've been working on my business plan. Um, I'm going to send you a link to it. Read over it. Let me know what you think, man. And let's, let's work on this together and get some changes. That conversation is different when that person says, yo, let's schedule to meet twice a month. You know what I'm saying? Let's have this working document on Google Drive and uh, we can tap into it and we can hold each other accountable. That conversation is different when other people flock to that person and they're joining in. That conversation is different when you look at that person's social media and that's what they're talking about and that's what you can see them doing. Y'all see where I'm going with this, with the action? It hits different. Um, in the black community, I'm going to tell you now, we like to see you do it first. That's just the way we are. That's just the way we are. I have a podcast right now. And I know people who want to start podcasts. And if I talk to them about it, they'd be extremely hesitant. They would go listen to my podcast first and see what I'm doing and see how I'm doing it to see if they want to do it. I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we got to always see it first. <clears throat> but we do. So, but it's also an important step. It's also an important step. The action matters. The action counts. And guess what? Once you take the action, that journey has started. That mental hurdle is gone. Because guess what? Starting is also a completion. You've completed the starting process. There's so many people who just never started, man. You wouldn't believe how many people just never started. Stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. So that is the list, man. That is the list. That list really had me thinking. This was an impromptu show. I did not expect to talk to y'all this long. Thank y'all for sticking with me through that. Hopefully you pulled some gems out. Hopefully you can try to adopt this mentality. Um, I'm going to post it on the FME underscore podcast page on uh instagram so y'all can see it grab it there um look at it screenshot it i'm definitely going to take this into account moving forward um i got to work on the book thing i could do better with sleep uh but because i don't have very many i mean i live by myself don't have any kids so sleep is not really an issue and i have breaks where i can sleep the mentor thing, I think I got that on lock for sure. Could always use a couple more. The complaining thing, I definitely, I'm, I got that under control. Gratitude, I'm always thankful for even the smallest thing. Replace failing with learning, I got that on lock. The books I need to work on. I think the books and the action are probably the two biggest things I need to work on. Everything else, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. Again. Thank y'all for the continued support. Thank you for listening. You already know from my experience podcast on Facebook, FME underscore podcast on Instagram. Check out those affiliate links. Cop something from Garner's Garden using our link. We'll get a little bit of a kickback. It'll be greatly appreciated. We can put that into the show. We're trying to get some things done. Um, make sure you check out Retro Mimi for my gamers out there who like to retro game. You can have your little pocket size game for when y'all start catching these flights instead of catching feelings and when y'all start traveling and or when you're riding in the back of the uber or what have you or you're taking a break at work and you just want a little nostalgia put some nostalgia in your pocket use that link to retro mimi also invest in your future man acre gold 
30 funky ass dollars a month, y'all. 30 bucks a month. 30 bucks a month. As low as 30 bucks a month, you can you can get a gold subscription and get a two and a half gram bar of gold mailed to your doorstep once you have reached the price of gold on that current at the current time. Don't forget for those of you who may be doing a little bit better, want a little bit more of an investment, they do have a five gram bar of gold at a hundred dollars a month. Those of you who want to accelerate, they do have that $50 a month plan where you can still get that two and a half gram bar of gold. You'll just get it faster because you're paying $50 versus $30. Just something for y'all to think about, man. I challenge you to shift your mentality. Do things differently. Achieve, accomplish, take advantage of these times if you can. If you're in a position to take advantage of these times, take advantage of them. So love y'all. Take care of yourself physically, mentally, financially, and we will catch y'all next time. Peace.